Hey everyone, it's Kai and Lafayette, and this is The, the Theory, Theory of Living. Living. Thanks for tuning in. We are able to bring you this episode thanks to our Patreon members. Patreon is a subscription-based platform where people can provide support for content creators like us. Thanks to our Patreon members and supporters, we are able to provide free content on the podcast and weekly episodes. By being a Patreon member, you'll have access to our entire podcast library, full video and audio episodes, along with much more. If you like this episode and you feel it adds value to your life, or you hate it, please subscribe on Patreon and or leave your review on Apple Podcast. And don't forget to mention it to your friends over your next beer. Truly, thank you again, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Okay, welcome back to another episode of The Dear of a Living. Uh, I know this is a uh, uh, comparably very formal introduction, but I've want, uh, always wanted to try it, so... There you go. How that feel coming out of your mouth? What did that taste like? Um, I'll never do that again. You'll never do it. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just not my thing, um, or our thing. Uh, I just don't like to have that formality in our show. Um, so yeah, I don't like that. Maybe you guys can have uh, you know give us better suggestions for our intro, but um, I think it is pretty good as it is now. Yeah. Um, I think it hits the major and key elements of what we're trying to mm-hmm. convey to the audience. Right. So I have no problem with it, personally. Do you? I mean, I think it can be improved upon to a degree, right. perhaps. Maybe some of the, the sound editing, because it just kind of right. sounds like a business intro or, you right. know, like you're joining us for the 6 o'clock news. Join Kai and Lafayette for the 6 o'clock news. It seems a little, the, the sound seems a little ridiculous. Right. I, mean, I don't dislike it, but. It is, you know, it, it, it's not that it is a problem, right? I mean, but if we take all the forms and ins and outs of those shows and media while we, you know, criticize them a lot of times, right? I'm, I'm not saying, by the way, all medias are bad. We're not saying that, but Ours a lot of just times. Better. we've been you know criticizing and at least discussing the severity of uh imposed ideas and media consumerism and uh one of the characteristics is is formality right and um you know in certain situations formality is important Mm -hmm. but i think a lot of times uh it really clouds the or corrupts the nature of um uh, the subject. Yeah, I would agree. I definitely yeah. think there's an element to having roughness around the edges, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, we still trip upon our words. We still have the uhs, the likes, these yeah. things that are part of very everyday and normal conversation for the vast majority of the population. But again, you don't see that in the media because people have, they're reading from a script mm-hmm. or they've developed their social mm-hmm. skills and their speaking ability to the degree that they don't have the slip ups like we do and of course we want to take that to a minimal but it's it's gonna happen it's just part of normal human conversation human interaction Mm -hmm. and our podcast is is going to reflect that and try to capture that true bit of nature you know we're not reading from scripts we're not reading teleprompters you'll see a lot of things out there where Oh wow, that guy comes across really intelligent. Well, yeah, he's reading from a teleprompter or he's right. memorized the script. And again, there is a certain level of intelligence mm-hmm. involved with preparing your, you know, your show notes yeah. or what you're going to read aloud mm-hmm. to share it with somebody. I'm not knocking on those people, mm-hmm. but if you're doing that every time, 
you might lose the ability yeah. to become authentic or to be authentic in those moments. Yeah. I mean, we've read off of um, our screens a couple of times, um, but generally we do not have a script. We do not have, it's not that we don't prepare for podcasts, but um, a lot of times for today's topic, for example, it's about fasting. You know, we're not going to go over, you know, a lot of scientific parts of it because we're not doctors, first of all. Um, not to say that we're not capable of learning these things or presenting those ideas properly, but just because it is just, uh, you know, redundant, right? I mean, you can, you know, look into it if you want, investigate further, but the real discussion we like to have on all podcast episodes is that through our experiences, right? Yeah. So that's why we don't really need a script, um, even though we talk about the overall structure of the episode, um, but that's why we do not have formal like script or you know teleprompter and things of that nature. Yeah, we don't want to lose the authentic element of conversation. Yeah, even between you and I. Mm-hmm. And again, we have notes typed up and mm-hmm. rough ideas, but we're not going to be speaking directly like line <laughs> Kai, line Kai was line. You know, yeah, come on, man. What? That's not what this is about. This hey, is about be very authenticity. Easy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if we do that, I mean, it'd be really easy, right? I mean, I'm not saying this is hard already, but easy in that, like, we don't have to, you know, read things um, in, 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 in the particular way, right? I mean, yeah. we don't have to do that at all, so. Yeah, and speaking about what you mentioned with the fasting, mm-hmm. so again, our our backgrounds engineering we have a deep interest in philosophy mm-hmm. and verifying things via yeah. the data we have so there's right. a lot of empirical data we look at so this right. fasting is not purely anecdotal we're just not going to get into the science we can add those resources in the yeah. comment section the details and we can share that and of course yeah as it goes without say with every podcast the information we mm-hmm. present to you is purely information doesn't necessarily mean it's correct or it's wrong. Right. And you need to research it yourself and have some experience right. around it. Yes. Uh, we may make some mistakes. Uh, may not at all. I'm only saying this because this is not our, um, you know, expertise. Correct. That's the only reason I'm saying this. But I'm pretty, uh, you know, knowledgeable in this matter because I've been doing fasting for many, many years now. And I guess I will start with that, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm wearing glasses today. Because <laughs> you can't see after all the fasting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, years ago, I think it was about 2017 for me. Um, I had been lifting, doing kickboxing and running, all the search that I love to do. And primarily lifting we were into lifting for a while in december Mm -hmm. 2016 and 17 right and then um i gained a lot of weight good weights by the way a lot of muscles um i'm only five seven but i went up to like 200 pounds you're pretty jacked yeah um so people would always ask me make comment on my you know on my body and how jacked I am if I'm Fuck a bodybuilder. Pigs. Pigs. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I was really stocky. I mean two hundred pounds and you know, five seven is three frames very huge. heavy. And I was I maintained the weight for a long freaking time. Uh, because I liked it. I loved every part of it. Uh, the aesthetics and you know, lifting itself. And uh, from certain point I had many issues at my joints, uh, typically inflammation pain you know i had to wear you know 
uh, tapes or sleeves to my uh, wrist and knees and you know to prevent uh, the whatever happening was happening to develop and I did that for a long time and I was just done with it this is not normal I had seen doctor by the way mm-hmm. uh, they told me that well you know you're just lifting too heavy whatever and I was thinking yes partially is true but really doesn't explain um, you know I mean I was uh, if that's the case I was sort of like that is not uh, a normal case right because there are a lot of bodybuilders do way more you know like about my size and 250 pounds whatever right so anyway um I didn't have any luck with anything else, so I, uh, you know, turned my attention to diet, and I did a lot of research, and I tried uh, many different diets, you know, um, carnivore diet was one of them, uh, and keto, and all that, and clean diet, uh, which is uh, mostly just organic foods, without any added sugar, uh, flour, those kind of things. Um, so you've done a lot of variations of diets. Oh, yeah. And dieting because, methods. Mm-hmm. And primarily to lose weight in mind or to shred up. Was uh, that the primary goal no, of your diets? That was sort of like whatever. If I lose weight, yeah, I think that will be helpful, you know, for my joint problems. Uh, but if not, whatever, you know. Still, I would have, you know, different, uh, you know, experimenting ideas, conditions with the same condition on both cases, which is weight in, in this case, right? So I tried all of them, and I didn't. it didn't really fix my problem. Um, to a certain extent, it did, but largely it did not. So that's why um, I started intermittent fasting. And by the way, the clean I'm diet... MFT. <laughs> yeah, the clean diet really did good. Uh, good job for me. Um, the pain, probably ninety percent of the pain, uh, were gone, and um, but ten percent wouldn't still um, disappear. So that was a really big bummer, and I was desperate because, yes, in terms of pain, yeah, whatever, I could have lived with the pain, but the idea that I had to live with the pain for the rest of my life. <laughs> Seems kind of unreasonable, right? Yeah, unreasonable. (laughs) And I I really, it forced me to think that I have to do something about this. And I did further research and I went into intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. And intermittent fasting, you know, fasting in general has been um, in the fields of research for a long freaking time. Uh, I think it's longer than keto, by the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And then after four days of fasting, all the pain was gone. Wow, that's a pretty huge statement. Yeah. Four days. As you guys know, uh, fasting and keto, especially uh, fasting, is really uh, effective for a lot of autoimmune diseases, uh, inflammation being part of it. So uh, when I saw the research and the results, along with my results, uh, I was pretty positive that, okay, this is really not invasive. Um, There has been a lot of research. And there's minimum, um, like, negative side effects, almost none Mm -hmm. in this case for me. Um, And then the effect was pretty clear. So, you know, uh, I've been intermittent fasting, practicing intermittent fasting since then, basically. I mean, here and there, I, you know, did some 
got out of fasting, intermittent fasting, but um, mostly, for the most part, I've done, uh, I've been doing intermittent fasting. You want to talk about your windows? So when you say fasting, are you mm-hmm. saying you're not, so I know what you're talking about, but maybe yeah. for somebody out there listening. Yeah, so intermittent fasting um, is basically out of 24 hours, you have a specific eating window, um, in my case, eight. So 16 to eight is very typical. That's what most people most do. Most common, I think, yeah. yeah. most common. Um, I've done it 18 and six, just cur- out of curiosity. I've done, uh, I've tested many different uh, eating windows, uh, but I personally personally didn't find any difference among them. The only difference was that the um, added convenience with the smaller uh, eating window. Yeah. Because, you know, you basically spend less hours of eating for eating, right? So that was, I guess, a benefit, but not very significant for me. Yeah. Wow, so you've been doing it for a while now. Mm-hmm. I think my first experience with fasting mm-hmm. goes way, way before that, but you'll probably have the same experience. So religious fasting, yeah. having grown up in a mm-hmm. Christian home of multiple denominations at varying times. Right. Uh, my mom had a strong interest in the Jewish festivals, yeah. which are surrounded with a lot of fasting. So there was a few different times mm-hmm. in my childhood where we went through fasting periods. I... Since I was very young, I've never really had a huge mm-hmm. appetite. So mm-hmm. being hungry has never really bothered me. I've been a very naturally slimmer dude, very yeah. hard to put on weight, and never really had trouble not eating. Yeah. So it was already like naturally something for me that I wanted to mm-hmm. do, or my body was lean more leaning towards that type yeah. of lifestyle. I didn't start doing it seriously until probably about actually the same time you did when i first moved up to new york i'd been doing Mm -hmm. intermittent fasting here and there but nothing like consistently and planned or methodically yeah but i found it to be absolutely the best and most efficient way to Mm -hmm. stay lean yeah and feel sharp and be healthy so i would do a similar window yeah mornings would start i'd have coffee every morning i wouldn't have lunch till Mm -hmm. one or two in the afternoon and then I would have my dinner about eight thirty or nine. Yeah, and that would that would be it. But it really worked very well for me. And I've tried so many different types of again diets, mm-hmm. specifically when I was trying to gain weight. Because for you guys out there who may not know, I was a personal trainer and gone to a personal training school in Austin that focused with the training element, but they also mm-hmm. have a subsection of nutrition. So Mm -hmm. technically certified in both those, you know, whatever that means. The science has changed so drastically since Mm -hmm. then. And again, we don't have robust exercise science or Mm -hmm. nutritional data just because it's such a new field, really. So one thing to be mindful of is when anybody Mm -hmm. suggests anything, even with fasting in this case, you know, go and try to find the data and the research to back it because Mm -hmm. a lot of these things are fads. Fasting is one that's been around, though, for pretty much the dawn of time. I mean, people have been starving forever. Right. So there is a lot of data to help indicate and kind of guide you along the process. So I went from the same issues you were having with Mm -hmm. joint pain, specifically when I was lifting heavy, when we were lifting heavy together and I was bigger. Because at that that time too, I was about 200, you know, a little over 200 or, you know, right on the cusp of 200, I guess. Yeah. And I found lifting always, particularly with Mm -hmm. my shoulders, always getting injured yeah. just could not avoid it no matter what 
I think that was primarily because we were doing chest mm-hmm. and we we're doing like flat barbell stuff. But yeah. in conjunction with moving away from specifically lifting yeah. in that method and then also fasting, I have almost no joint issues mm-hmm. at all. I'm lean pretty much all the time. All my friends are always, uh, you know, they're always shocked because on the mm-hmm. weekends we'll go out and have beers, I'll have burgers, I eat whatever I want, you know. If you saw me, you would have no idea that I'm fasting the mm-hmm. other times of the week. You yeah. would think, this guy is a pig, he eats whatever he wants, drinks whatever he right. wants, doesn't matter. But that's because Monday mm-hmm. to Friday, right. leading up to the weekend when we were in that 9 to 5 lifestyle, mm-hmm. for me personally, I was very dogmatic in mm-hmm. the food I ate. It was very healthy all the time. But as soon as the weekend came, let's drink the beers, let's yeah. eat the good food, and you know, I've maintained pretty much my entire, not my entire life, but the vast majority of my life been mm-hmm. at 10% or under 10% body fat. Yeah. And again, that. I think that's partially genetics, but fasting plays a right. huge right. role in that. Yes. Yeah, so uh, during that uh, fasting period, a lot of things happen. And um, I mean, this was um, the most, one of the probably most famous studies uh, about fasting is that the 16 hour window fasting. Uh, in a mouse. By by the way, that six hour, uh, you know, fasting period hours to a mouse is way longer than six hours to us. We gotta you know make sure of that. And then their digestive system and our digestive system are completely different, right? So, but in a mouse, uh, um, the fasting experiment, they basically ate whatever they wanted, you know, whatever basically during their window during or- their eight hour window. Okay. They couldn't get weight, gain weight. Not really? Mice. Yeah. So um, the the possible wisdom they are saying is that the amount of enzymes in the liver, liver that oxidize, uh, oxidize fat increases. Uh, that, that was sort of like possible reason. Uh, but it, I think... Does it increase from the point in their fasting so that when they go into their eating window, they have that excess enzyme? Is that what you're saying? No. The, during the fasting, that enzyme increases. Okay. So yeah. Enzyme. During the fasting, yeah, it increases. Right. Okay. So, um, so again, the experiment um, it doesn't extend fully to humans, right? Because we have a lot of differences, right, between mouse and uh, yeah. a human being. But it does. Right, that's, that appears to be the case. I mean, from a lot of studies and our own experiences, and not just ours. I mean, if you talk to anybody who's been doing intermittent fasting for a while, a they can attest to the fact that you know it's kind of. I mean, also let's not forget the fact that it's so easy to do. I mean, easier. I'm sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> this is in comparison, by the way. You know, for example, even keto, you have to be very careful what you're eating, oh, right? Because in, in order to enter the state of a ketosis, you have to have a certain amount of, I mean, below a certain amount of uh, fat amount, right, intake. Yes, you can measure it. You can, you know, tra- track the record. Test. But it's hard. I mean, the thing is, though, it's easy to make a mistake. That's what I'm getting at. And on top of you know, all the, you know, Detailed grocery list and all that, right? Hey, man, what was that we saw? Keto cocktails the other day in Sedona? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, you can get your alcohol. Keto. I'll, I don't know how effective it is, but I, I I give that, you know, 
people try. People try. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the only thing I see from that. I mean, yeah, I don't to me, really it's just like much thought of it. the most complex way to arrive to the same yeah. destination. They're like, okay, look, dude, we're going to get to where we're going. We're going to get to this island. But how about instead of taking the speedboat, mm-hmm. we just, I don't know, let's make a canoe with our own hands. Right. And then we're going to paddle out there and maybe, maybe we'll make it to the island. Yeah. Meanwhile, fasting's like in the speedboat, like, hey, let's chill out for like, 16 hours and then jump in the speedboat right. and get there yeah so like fasting intermittent fasting specifically uh you don't really have to worry about too much other than the eating eating um foods within the eating window um i mean i've done it i don't really do that for health reason but uh just for the purpose of uh losing weight or maintaining weight i can probably eat whatever i want a pizza burger of course, within my calories, maintaining calories, within the eating window, I wouldn't have any consequence to my weight. Yeah, um, no. But, your weight. But again, health is more than weight, right? Yeah, of course. Everybody out there listening to this is not but the end all. Regardless all. of all that, I'm just saying that intermittent fasting, there's almost nothing to worry about other than eating within your food. All right, well, let's talk about, I think, the biggest thing. That's this week's short version of the episode of Fear listening with us we're Lafayette and Kyle don't forget to join us next week for another episode and if you'd like to help support us we have a Patreon page where you can subscribe for exclusive content early access and full versions of the podcast also please share with others who you think may find value in our discussion leave a rating a review and please subscribe thank you again see you next time